We uh, went to a wedding last, last Saturday down at uh, Botanic Gardens. Our niece, Adrian's niece, uh, got married and um, then we went over to Ayers house and had a beautiful celebration and, and it was such a fun time. After the wedding, as normal, there's, there's photos, you know, and they, you know, the being at family weddings and they, and they go through the groups and, and, and you're standing on the side waiting, waiting for your opportunity to, to be included in the, in the photos. And then, and then they, then they said the name, it's the Sizer family, which is Adrian's family of, uh, her, she was a Sizer from Warabra. And, and so, so I'm standing there and I'm going, mm, okay, am I in this photo or am I not in this photo? As my, my, you know, as, as, as the husband of, of the daughter, is, is it just going to be the family or is it going to be the extended family? And, and, you, and you're kind of wondering, whether well, am I in or am I, am I on the edge? Or am I in? Do you ever have those feelings? Do you ever have those, you know, you're, you're thinking that kind of thing through? Well, some of you might be th- sitting here this morning thinking, am, am I in? Am I in, really in in terms of the house of God? Uh, do, do I really belong in terms of the house of God? Well, I, w- I want to tell you this morning that, that you belong. I want to tell you that this is a safe place for you, that, that, that the house of God welcomes you. you. You are a part of the house of God. That, and, and I pray that you have an incredible sense of deep belonging as to who you are and, and, and your place in the house of God, that, it, that it's safe for you. And, and, and that you know that you have a part to play, that you are a person who can add value into the house of God, that you have a role, you have a part to play, that, that, that your, your, belonging, your belonging brings you, brings you, brings you in that safe place to, a, to, a, to a per, being a person who adds value into God's house. You have a part to play. The, the message that I'm bringing you this morning is about inclusion. Uh, inclusion has been a bit hijacked by life today, hasn't it? It's been a bit, in, and, and we and we see that's one of the popular words. But, uh, but but God is a God who includes, isn't He? In, in our in our society and our community, we we, we hear the phrase uh, the achievement of work environment in which all individuals are treated fairly and respectfully and have equal access to opportunities and resources and can contribute fully to the organization's success. Uh, football clothes, codes have been going, come on, we've got to be inclusive. We've got to be inclusive. And, and, and uh, oh, hasn't there been a bit of stuff in the press about that in terms of, in terms of Izzy, uh, the rugby player? My goodness. And, and anti-discrimination uh, and... I want to ask you a question. Is, is God inclusive? Is God inclusive? Is he? Is God inclusive? Yes. 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 Will all people get to heaven? No. But he's inclusive. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't it sound a little confusing? Doesn't it sound a little confusing? Uh, in Revelations in 22 and verse 17. And... and Look at this. It says, The Spirit and the bride say, Come. Let everyone who hears this say, Come. Let everyone who is thirsty come. Let everyone who desires to drink freely from the water of life, let them come. Let them come. Let them come. You can come to God. God wants to include you. He says, You're welcome. He says, Come on in. Come on in. Come on, drink. Come and drink. This is for you. 
This is clearly the messages. This is, this is for you. You can come. Or in Acts chapter 2 and verse 17 from the Passion Translation, it says, In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. On who? On all people. God's going to pour out his spirit on all people. I go, wow. That's pretty cool. I'm loving that. I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy, not just you, but, but, but your children will be included in terms of what God's going to do. Your children will be included in what God is going to do. Your children will be included. Some, some of you are sitting here this morning going, my, my, kids, my kids are not here yet. Your children will be included. Because this is what this says. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. And in those days I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. But everyone, it goes on a bit further, it says, but everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. You can belong in God's house. And, and, God, and God desires everyone to come to him, doesn't he? God's desire is that everyone would come to him. He, 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 wants, he wants people to know him. He is a God who says, come on, come on, come, come, come. All, all are welcome. And in Romans 15 and verse 5, it says, Now may God, the source of great endurance and comfort and grace, grace you with unity among yourselves, which flows from your relationship with Jesus, the anointed one. That is your relationship flows, uh, uh, your relationship with God gives you a unity with one another. I love that. And then with the unanimous rush of passion, you will with one voice glorify God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You will bring God glory when you accept and welcome one another as partners, just as the anointed one has fully accepted you and receives you as his, par as his partner. The, the, basis, the basis of our acceptance by God calls us to be just like that with other people. That when God looks at you, he doesn't judge you, he, do, he, doesn't, he doesn't exclude you, I should say, and, and by, by the, in terms of your, your past and, and say you can't come because of the who you've been. He didn't come to condemn the world, he came to save the world. He came to welcome the world to himself. He came to be a gate, a point of access, a point of, a point of welcome in. He came to say, come on, come, come, to, come to me. He, as, as, as we are accepted by God, we, we are called by the scripture in the same way to accept one another as he has accepted us. As he has accepted us as his partner, we, we, call, we are called to accept one another as his partners. Isn't that, isn't that a beautiful thought that in the same way he's accepted us, we've got to accept one another. And welcome them and love them. Accept others. And, and, and as, as, he, as he accepts us, as he accepts us, we, we accept one another. Second thought I want to bring to you is that, is that partners, the partners that he makes us, means that, means that we have a responsibility to protect one another. To make it safe for one another, that inclusion, inclusion not only gives a sense of great belonging and a sense of sense of this is my home, but it all, but it also extend, extends extends a, a a fence of protection around them that says this is a safe place. God's house, God's house must be a safe place. 
It must be a place where people find refuge and they're protected and, and welcomed and loved and, and this is safe. Uh, we're working together. And, and, and in that, isn't that we, we value one another so deeply because, because, because partners are people that add value. As you and I join together as partners, we, we, we see this whole thing grow. This is how the church works. The church grows because of people sharing their gifts and their abilities and working together as one another, joined together. It's only through Jesus that, that we become joined like this. So, so when, is, when is Jesus not inclusive? When is Jesus not inclusive? Let's go to John chapter 10 and verse 7 and it says, and, and Jesus is the gate. Uh, verse 7, it says, So Jesus went over it again. I speak to you eternal truth. I am the gate for the flock. And all who broke in before me were thieves who came to steal, but the sheep never listened to them. I am the gateway. And to enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I've come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect. Life in all its fullness until you overflow. He, he made it possible for us to come to know him. And as I was saying before, we're qualified in our relationship with Jesus because he died on the cross. And he rose again. That, that, that is the thing that qualifies us. That there is no other qualification. But it's only through him that we can come to know him. It's only through him. He, he is the way, the truth, and the life. One, one of the things that people don't quite understand in terms of the whole concept of inclusion is, is, that, is that there's a God and he sets the rules. That he's the king, he's the king, and the king has a kingdom, and, and the kingdom is governed by a whole bunch of principles and rules. If there, if, there wasn't, if there wasn't a king, if there wasn't a God, then it would just have to do with my thoughts and what I think is right to, for inclusion, what I think goes and what I think is, is, is permissible. But he's the one who says, this is what's right, he's the king, and he sets the rules. Because there's a king, because there's a king, it, it has to do with who he is and, and, and how do we get into his kingdom. Yeah, he sets the rules. When we're saved, we get a new heart, a new mind, a new spirit. Yes? When we, we're renewed. If anyone is in Christ, they are, they are a new creation. And the old is gone and the new has come. We're welcomed into him, into his kingdom and there's a new culture, a new way of doing things, new values, and new behavior. And he calls us to accept one another as Christ has accepted us. I, I, I love this thought that, that, that our task is to welcome people. As Christ welcomes us, our task is to welcome people. Not to exclude them, but to welcome them. To call them in. What is it we should start saying... And what is it we should stop saying? Is there anything you do that excludes people? Or what do you do that actually includes people? We're called to make a difference. And, and, and our culture is based on, based on what we say, what we do. Is it not? I, I, I am so convinced that, that, uh, 
that there's, there's a call upon, for God upon his church to be far more inclusive and welcoming of people who are not part of his family yet. Why? Because he welcomed you. He welcomed me. He did that because of his immense love for people. And there's a whole bunch of people in this, in this city and this vicinity here that need him. And that's us to welcome them, to call them in. So here's a great thing to start saying to one another. Who am I bringing to God's house? Why, why, why would I go there? Because most of us got here because someone brought us. Now John was talking before about our early association with Bruce and Julie and, and our friendship goes back to York Peninsula in 84 when the kids were, kids were little together, family times together, lunches together, connect groups together, church together and, and, and it just built from there. And, the, and I remember the phone call I made to Bruce after the Holy Spirit had just impressed upon my heart that, that Bruce and Julie were going to plant a church in Adelaide. I remember ringing up and saying, Hey, Bruce, just heard from the Spirit of God. <laughs> You're going to plant a church. conversation, an invitation, <laughs> and something happens. You, you, you got here because someone probably said to you, hey, why don't you come and check out church? That, that's, that's how it works. So who, who am I bringing? It's a great conversation to have with one another. Who am I bringing? Talk about it in your connect groups. Who am I bringing to church? Who am I inviting? That, that, that's how it works. Who, who's, who's, in your, who's in your circle already that'll be ready for an invitation to come. Because friends being friends, and they get saved. That's how it works. That's how it works. Friends being friends. It's, it's, I, I, I love things being on social media. I, I, I love that. I, I, I love advertising. But the best thing that gets people to come to church is someone saying, will not you come? Just meeting someone and seeing... That moment, that right up, that that moment when the Spirit of God just says, "Okay, now's the time." When they're curious, they're having conversations with you about who God is, and you're just being a real friend with them, and they and they're ready to, for that invitation. Won't you come? Who am I bringing? Is because that helps people to come, and then they can be welcomed home in God's house. Here's a great thing to, to, us say to say to one another. Say, who can? You know, when you're taking care of something in God's house and you're carrying a responsibility and, 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 you, and you see a need, you go, the, yes, it's great to take initiative and responsibility and do it yourself, but, but ask the question, well, well who, who, who can help? Who, who, who's around the place? Who can I include? You know, I'm, I'm blessed that someone... Someone said, said uh, who, else, who else could preach? I was a kid at 18 years of age, 19 years of age, down at Cloverly Park. And, and, they, and they, said, they said, well, you could, you could tell them about Jesus. 
Because I was saying there's a whole bunch of kids here that don't know Jesus and, and they really need an opportunity to invite, invite him into their lives. And they go, well, well who, 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 who could do that? Who could, who could give an invitation like that? And, they, and I, well, 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 I could. I could tell them about Jesus. So who can? Who can? That's a great question to ask one another and say, come on, come on, who can? Who can get involved here? Ask the question, who else? Who else can be part of my team? And ask the question, who's next? Who's next? Who's going to step up? Who's, who's going to take a place? Who's going to take a point of leadership? And Come on. There's, some of you are sitting here and going, well, maybe I could run a connect group. Why not? Why not? If you're hospitable and you love Jesus, you can invite people over. Get together and read the scriptures, pray. Now, just, don't just be a maverick and go off by yourself, but talk with the leaders. And, but, but who else? Who else? What, what can you stop saying? They won't come. I don't have time. It's too hard to grow the church. Well, this didn't work before. Uh, they don't care. They don't want to help. Please stop saying all those kind of things. <laughs> They're really not helpful. Not that you'd say them here. Only, only people in my church say that. So, so yeah. No, no, you, you wouldn't. You, it's like, one of, one of the things when you, well, that happens, if you, and it happened to me, is I, 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 I told you about it when I was here last time that I got really sick in 2000, 2014. I just burnout just overwhelmed me. But one of the things that happened is I started getting really critical about people and about what people were doing and what they weren't doing. You find yourself getting critical. Please allow the Spirit of God to heal the inside of your heart and allow people to gather around you and to pray for you and to encourage you and, and help you get through that, that period of time because criticism doesn't belong in God's house because criticism excludes. Criticism forms a judgment upon people of why, why, they, why they need to be rejected and that this isn't right and, we, and it's pushing people away. Get, get healed and let the Spirit of God work inside of your heart. When, when, I was, when I was a fair bit younger, I lived in Stirling North Railway. Just as a young Christian, I, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking this music that we've got in our church really isn't going to cut it in terms of my mates coming along. At, at that point in time, it was a reed organ. You know, it was one of those things that had little, little feet that little pedals that went up and down. And, 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 and that, that pumped, pumped air through it and as you played the, the sound came out and had all these stops on it and I'm thinking this isn't going to work kids love music love guitars so I, so I was looking around the town and I found a couple of mates who played played the guitar and I, I invited one of them to come come with me to church because I thought if he came to church and he met Jesus he 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 could bring his guitar and he he, he came in and uh, and it was just like a culture shock for him so so terrible, but but I the, the thing I distinctly remember was was in the and in the entrance way, it's, he was leaving after the service and 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 this old lady says to him, next time you come here, Sonny, you got to cut your hair before you come. And she's standing there next to this picture, which we used to have in our church. 
behold, I stand at the door and knock. And there's Jesus at this door. (laughs) You gotta cut your hair before you come back. You keep on knocking, but you can't come in. (laughs) Hmm. Criticism shuts people out. Criticism puts people off, sends them away. I, 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 love, I love the little kids in church here today. It's beautiful, isn't it? Little kids are welcome. Older people are welcome. It's all part of God's family. And I, I, I love that, that's, that it's, there's space and there's place. It's not a criticism, but there's inclusion. It's welcome. It's one of the great things about C3 is we, we love people of all ages. So, so, what, so, so what, what should I start doing? What should I start doing? Building belonging. Helping people to belong in God's house. What can I do to help people belong? How can I help them to be included in God's house? Belong. You belong in God's house. Out of my lips flow things that help people to belong. You belong. There is a place for you in God's house. The first song we were singing this morning is like you, I, there's a table set that I can, that I can, that I can eat, eat at. There's, there's a place for me in God's house. So if you're feeling wobbly in terms of God's house, a good thing to do is go, how can I know that I belong? Why don't you talk to someone about it? Because, it's, because probably the thing you're worried about is really doesn't matter. The, probably you, the thing that you're feeling unsure about actually really is not quite significant. What is really significant is that God loves you and that there's a space for you and he's made a place for you in here, in his house. You belong in God's house. There's a place for you. Let's affirm one another with these words and, and encourage one another. You belong in God's house. You belong. And, and then, and then with, with our language, we, we can say to people, we can say to people, let's make it safe for one another. Let's protect one another. Let's defend one another. Let's not criticize, but let's encourage. Encouragement, encouragement is more than just saying you've done a good job. It's actually affirming someone's endurance and how they've walked through the difficulties and they've kept on going. It's like people getting all kinds of strife and and stuff happens in life. But if you can keep turning up, (laughs) if you can keep enduring in God's house, that's the thing that's got to be applauded and encouraged and shouted. You've done well. You're still here. You keep turning up in God's house. And, and so, so let's encourage one another's amazing, amazing effort, perseverance, diligence. Come on, let's encourage one another. We, we, we need that voice of encouragement into our spirits. You're doing good. Not just award, award the, 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 the prize or the outcome where you, where you get all these achievements because because other, if you just award achievements, then, then uh, if you don't quite achieve then you don't feel as good. (laughs) But actually you belong and there's a place for you. And so let's encourage one another, protect one another in God's house and and let's let's value one another so much, so much. Let's prize each other. 
You, you, I can't do this without you. It needs to be on our lips. We can't do church without one another. I need your prayers. Thank you for praying this morning. Pastor Bruce and Julie need your prayers. They can't do church without you. We, we, we need each other in God's house. We have a part to play. Please never listen to that voice that says, I don't matter, my, my role is insignificant and I don't have a place to, a place, a space. Th- think about this. When I come to church, when I come to church, I come to church to encourage someone. I, I come to, to be a person who affirms, wraps their arms around someone, builds someone up. This is, this is my role. I, I can make a difference in God's house. Planted in God's house. I'm planted. I belong. I'm included. Why don't you say this this morning? I'm included. I belong. He makes it safe. This morning, if you're not feeling safe, let me say this to you, that, that Jesus does not condemn, but he frees. He forgives. He cleanses. He loves you so much. It's safe in God's house. It's safe. It's home. And let's add value to one another's lives and add value in God's house. What can I start saying? What can I stop saying? What can I start doing? What can I stop doing? Let's include. Let's include. How would it be if over the next 12 months, every one of us brought someone along to church? God, give me an opportunity to find someone that I could bring. We need another service. Or two. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. I, I, th- I think we ought to pray. We ought to stand to our feet for a moment. Our God is a God who includes us. Our God is a God who welcomes us. Our God is a God who loves us. Here in this place this morning, I want you to know that you belong in God's house. Oh, my Jesus. From the front to the back, can you begin to pray? I, I belong in God's house. I belong in God's house. There's a place for me here. There's a place for me here. There's a space for me. I'm valued. That's safe for me here. I'm not criticized by God. I'm welcomed by Him. Wonderful Jesus. Oh, wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Jesus, I thank you. Jesus, I thank you. Why don't you spend a moment praying for someone you know that doesn't know Jesus yet? Why don't you spend a moment saying, God, God, I want to include them. I want to include them in my prayers this morning. God, oh God, you're an inclusive God. You call people to yourself. You gather people who are lost, that they might be found. People are hurting, that they might find you, Jesus. God, people need to come to know you, Jesus. A safe place in your house for them. God, oh God, not a place of criticism and bitterness, resentment, but a place that's safe, Father, that welcomes them. God, where our heart, where hearts are healed and lives are changed, relationships are restored. Oh, my Father, I thank you. 
Oh, my Father, I thank you. God, I thank you. You make your house safe. It's a safe place. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Father, thank you that you enable us to be people who add value to your house. God, I thank you. Father, I thank you that every one of us would know the place that we have in your house. A space, Father, where we add value. God, oh God, for each part that it would function properly in the name of Jesus. God, oh God, I thank you. I thank you, Father, for days of increase coming upon this church. God, I thank you for increase coming. God, I thank you for people that you're already working in their lives and drawing them to know you. Father, I thank you for divine encounters. Even this week that people would bump into people and, and go, wow, that was just such a timely, timely connection I made with that person. Father, I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. I wonder how you're doing this morning in your relationship with God. If you're away from God, then this morning, would you come back into a relationship with Him? You might feel that you, what you've done or the things you've said or has happened, that you've got no space and there's no way for you to come back. I tell you in the name of Jesus that He died on the cross for you. Your sins are forgiven and He welcomes you and calls you back home. He calls you back home. Is anyone today that needs to come back into a relationship with God? I'm going to ask you in a moment to raise your hand and say, yes, this is me. I'm coming back into a relationship with God. I know that He loves me this morning and I want to receive that love back into my life this morning. Or maybe you've never said, Jesus, come into my life. Today you can do that. Say, Jesus, come and make your home inside of me and you can have a connection with Him and you will know that heaven is your home. If you're unsure of your salvation today, as I include others in this prayer, then today you can become sure that heaven is your home. You can know that God loves you and He would welcome you into His family this day in Jesus' name. So while eyes are closed, in just a moment, can I ask you to raise your hand if one of those three is you. People coming back into a relationship with God, people are coming to know Him, and people are getting sure of their relationship with Him. You belong in God's house. Who wants to receive that sense of belonging in their hearts this day? If this is you, just while eyes are closed right now, would you slip your hand up and say, yep, yeah, I want to be included in this prayer this morning. I, I want Jesus in my life. I want to come back into a relationship with Him. I want to know Him. If this is you, would you, would you raise your hand and say, yeah, this is me. Just while eyes are closed, this is you. Jesus, 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 I want in. I want in. He calls you in today. He calls you into a relationship with Himself. Just take a moment here. This is for you. Jesus, I thank you. Thank you, Father. 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 Can I encourage you to be praying for your friends who don't know Him, for people you know in your world? Let's include. Let's be inclusive. Let's call people to Himself, to Him, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Let's do that. I'm going to hand back to John and um, at the end of the service, if there's an opportunity for prayer, we'd love to be praying with people. John, thank you. It's a great privilege to be here this morning. Awesome. Thank you, Pastor Don. Can we put our hands together and thank Pastor Don?
fantastic. 